0: now, let the road to glory begin! Eric has gone back to back to back. After five years, Rachel is back in the playoffs, and the soda cans return to the top of the mountain, world champions for the third time. Welcome, everyone, to the new and improved RTG Baseball podcast. I am your host, the founder of UB Sporting, the commissioner of Road to Glory Baseball, and your reigning, defending, undisputed RTGB World Heavyweight Champion, Coach Will. I'm excited for our latest season to begin, and as most of you know, this year will be a memorable one. If for no other reason, then it marks the end of our journey with Yahoo fantasy. It has been, at times, a little tumultuous uh, relationship with Yahoo, but all in all, it has been a great five years. But out with the old, in with the new, because now we welcome into our lives CBS fantasy sports. And with that change, there's a lot of new changes, some big, some small, to the league this year that CBS gives us access to. So I figured it'd be fun to run through those changes here on the podcast, kind of use it as a test run to see how this works. But all the changes are actually in a Word doc that's on the Discord server. And when you actually get yourself into the league, then you could check the settings there. So without further ado, let's go through the at least the big changes coming in. So obviously CBS. So now you're going to want the CBS app to down, CBS Fantasy app to download on your phone if you want to manage your team on your phone. They on their website. I did. Uh, I sent to I think half of you, and I'm going to send the rest of you next week. Uh, in the instructions to join the league, I noticed that the website is pretty aggressive with its anti-adblock software. So it like throws up like, oh, you're using ad blocker. Uh, so I did find uh, at least a Chrome plugin that works pretty well. Uh, so if you run into trouble with that, I can share with you what I use, and nothing horrible's happened to my computer so far with that plugin. Uh, the another change: the uh, payouts are going to be slightly different. So as we talked about in the Facebook chat. The the CBS fantasy, on the bright side, it gives you access to all these settings. On the downside, it's not free, like ESPN and like uh, Yahoo. So what's going to happen is that the buy-in will be $30, up to $30 for everyone. And the payouts will be, uh, I'll go into that in a second. But $5 of the $30 is actually going to go to like paying for the league. So the grand total pot is actually $25 times 12 instead of $30 times 12. Uh, And those winnings are, uh, first place will earn a $200 prize. Second place will earn $75 prize. Third place wins their money back, $25 prize. So so far this is all similar to, to last year. But now we are gonna throw in a Five dollar prize for fourth place and for fifth place. The idea being just adding a little bit of spice to after the wild card round, you have fourth, uh, fifth place versus sixth place. And even though it kind of matters, and obviously bragging rights matters, it's usually not important, uh, I feel like. So now just throw a little dollar amount on it, add something to that match. And similarly, the losers in the semifinals ends up facing uh, its third place and fourth place. So what I figured was that obviously I'm making a reward for fifth place. I can't have fourth place to earn nothing. So fourth place will also get the $5. And if you think about it, if you make the playoffs, then you are getting at least $5 unless you lose out. So you lose in the wild card round and you lose in the fifth place game. So just more incentive. Obviously, you want to win, make the playoffs. Just throwing that incentive in there. Next change is our waivers pickups. So for our five years of Yahoo, we've suffered because Yahoo, to this day, still hasn't figured out how to have a Sunday night waiver run because uh, the lineups would lock on – well, no, the roster would lock overnight Sunday. So even if you did waivers Sunday night, whoever you got – was after that roster lock deadline, so then you wouldn't have them available. So that was horrible, we suffered five years, that suffering is over. CBS does it right, so what we're gonna do is that we're gonna have a Friday night waiver run and a Sunday night waiver run. Uh, so that means if you, you're submitting your waiver claims by midnight or 11 59, 59 Friday night, and then if you win anybody, you'll see them on your, your roster Saturday, and similarly on Sunday night you want to get your waiver claim claims in by 11 59 59 and those people will show up Monday morning and they'll be available to put on your team unlike yahoo now you gotta do it you have to put them in your lineup but at least you can put them in your lineup which was not the case for yahoo speaking of those lineups uh now very exciting the on cbs your roster will lock per player on Monday. So it looks at when each of your players' games are, their first game on Monday, and each player will lock whenever their game's about to start. So even if it's the Boston Marathon week, so the first game of the day is 11 a.m. In the past, for actually all of our past, that means that on that week, your lineup needs to be set by 11 a.m even though there's only one game. So now, if only if you had Red Sox players and whoever they're facing, they're going to lock at 11 a.m., but everyone else isn't going to lock until whatever time the game is. So that is just a nice, convenient uh, addition. Very excited. As part of all this, and kind of excited to be able to like use waivers properly now. I increased your max adds from four to five. So slightly nicer, and you could just add more people. When you do add those people, next change is uh, our roster slots. So by far the biggest change is for the first time ever, we're changing our active roster slots. So who you're putting in your lineup. So we are going to have a third relief pitcher slot. So uh, this is to, for all our years, at the end of the day, the relievers haven't been very important. Like it's, There's been some importance, but not enough. I'm hoping with three relief pitcher slots, uh, on every team, it'll feel like the teams that don't have good relievers will notice. Oh wow, I'm struggling, and thus, it, over time, relievers will feel important. We it's we still count holds and saves, so you don't need closers. You could have any reliever. Um, so we'll see how this goes. We're also gonna do a we're gonna try out this year having a max number of pitchers well, max number of starters and max number of relievers. Uh, so for example, on your entire team, you could only have eight starting pitchers. So you're five that you're starting and then uh, max of three on the bench. So I'm trying this out. I wanna see if this, this makes it feel like there's more pitchers out there on waivers since before potentially like someone could use all their roster spots and all their bench spots for starters, and hold them for two start weeks. So we'll see. non love, like I'm not committed to that rule, but we're gonna try it out this year. But okay, so so far, some payout changes, exciting waiver day changes, lineup locking changes, and the new roster slot. Next change is about the playoffs. So the the winners bracket playoffs the same, no changes. The uh consolation bracket the time has finally come to not settle for people who haven't paid attention to their lineups and find themselves in 10th 11th 12th place and just trickle to the end and maybe if we're lucky suddenly pay attention during the playoffs during the consolation bracket so now the consolation bracket is actually only 7th through 10th place if you are in 11th or 12th, it's all over for you. You do not get an opportunity to win the constellation bracket and get seventh place. Because remember, all these years, and maybe you haven't noticed if you've been in the winner's bracket, but there is an advantage to winning the constellation bracket and it's a priority for your draft slot next year. So now 11th and 12th place will immediately end up as 11th and 12th. I might have them face each other or I might not. Maybe that's just the final. So I haven't decided yet, but so just remember, in the worst-case scenario, you aren't able to make the playoffs, well, you, can, you really want to be at least 7th through 10th, so you have an opportunity to win the consolation bracket. And the last biggest change is for the first time ever, there's going to be a minor league slot on the team. I played around with the idea of, could we have a minor league draft or anything, but none of those ideas really work. So what I settled on is that this year, there'll be one minor league slot. During the draft, there will be, cause if you know, in all the platforms, like if you can only draft two positions that exists, and in this case, that means like bench spots. So you can't draft someone to put in your minors or it might make more sense. To think about You can't draft someone who's injured and like have them immediately go on your injured list. So deal with that. During this year's draft, you are expected and encouraged, but I suppose not forced, you're encouraged to draft a minor leaguer at some point, whenever you'd like, whenever you think it's appropriate. You could even wait to the very end if you think it's safe enough. Uh, and so we're gonna have six bench, bench spots, but in the draft, you will see seven bench spots. And the seventh bench spot is expected to be for whatever minor leaguer you draft. Um, so what's gonna happen is after the draft, I will remove the seventh draft spot so then you would switch your minor leaguer you drafted and put them in the minor league slot. And that's your minor leaguer for the season. And you can switch them out whenever you want. That's up to you. But then if, if you do switch them out, that means you are using one of your five ads per week to do that. But if you think you can, that's fine. The idea is that next year we'll do the same thing, except you'll already have a minor leaguer. So then, so you draft one minor leaguer, during the 2025 draft, which means that one plus one you already have is two. So now you have two minor leaguers, And over time, we'll decide how big we want that to go. Maybe like four is, is our max. So we'll see. Uh, I think with only 12 teams this year, everyone everyone's going to be able to get a really top prospect. If you have absolutely no idea who to pick, I would just go to either LB.com or Baseball America. Just pick, pick a list and look for the top prospects and uh, go for it just make sure they're actually going to be in the minor leagues of course so that is that change and I think oh yeah and then the last thing there then with minor leaguers is for the consolation bracket people as we as I said seventh through tenth place are going to be assigned to the consolation bracket but if you win first Second or third in that consolation bracket, then my idea, and we're going to do it next year, is that you, before we draft, get to pick your minor leaguer. Everybody else, just like we're going to do this year, at some point during the draft picks some minor leaguer. But those three people, first, second, and third place in the consolation bracket, they actually get to, it's as if they're getting an extra keeper. Uh, and they'll put, it'll be at the end of the draft. They get to pick their minor leaguer immediately. Uh, so hopefully with all these things, the money and the draft slot selection and the minor league player selection, if you find yourself doubting your ability to make the playoffs, you should definitely be trying to get into this consolation bracket. And to get into that consolation bracket, you need to make sure you're not 11th or 12th place at the end of the season. And of course, then you actually have to win the consolation bracket. But at least making it, is that your first step? And I think we'll leave it there today. Those are the biggest changes. I have this nicely typed out in Word, like I said, on Discord. Um, and you can ask me any questions. So this has been our first RTG Baseball podcast of the new season. Hopefully we continue. Maybe I'll revive the starting lineup series from before. Maybe this time we don't necessarily need a guest. We could focus on the storyline of that player versus, like, learning all about them. But we could do that too. And until next time, folks, ciao.